0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm.
1: Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly, Kickin' Life guru master, Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit. But how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kicking life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Happy, happy day to everybody out there. Kicking Life Guru Master Rich Grogan here with another amazing, exciting Kicking Life podcast. I've got my rock star little buddy Emmett back in the house with me today. Emmett? Oh, he's already jumped the gun saying hello to everybody. Boy, we've got some exciting stuff to talk about today. We just got back from a family slash business vacation in Denver, Colorado and some of the cities outside of Denver. What a fantastic trip! I'm gonna let Emmett talk about some of his favorite parts, and we're gonna talk about some of the successes and uh, wisdom I picked up from some of the rock stars that were at the martial arts business conference, and it was the the Promac conference, the professional martial arts community. So special shout out to all the Promac. Men and women out there, special shout-out to Kiyoshi Dave Kovar and the Kovar Systems for everything they've put together, the Kovar uh, Satori Alliance. I mean, there's so many great things. And, you know, you've heard Kiyoshi Kovar on uh, the podcast numerous times. And special shout-out to others that were there. I mean, the list goes on and on. But Mr. Dave Chamberlain, Brian Nay, Chad... Uh, uh, <laughs> brain freeze. Ah, it was Austin's favorite clinic there. I can't think of uh, um Ch- Chad Shepard. Sorry, Chad. Gosh darn, brain freeze. Boop. And um and of course Master Chip Townsend, Master Troy Dorsey, and so many other greats that had so much knowledge and wisdom to share. Fantastic. So Emmett, before I go any further, in today's show we're going to talk about uh, those successes, but the big theme today is going to be on today is the day today is the day we're going to draw that line in the sand and say today is the day that my life changes forever today is the day that i'm going to do the things that i need to do in order to live my best kick in life right and whatever that may be i say kick in life because you know the martial arts aspect and also in life kicks your butt as it often does you're going to kick back get back up and make the choice to live your best kick in life so today's the day we're drawing that line in the sand and we're going to talk about that on today's show but first things first Emmett, how we doing, little buddy?
0: Awesome, as always.
1: <laughs> you love that, folks. So, Emmett, um, you had your first experience on an airplane, right, buddy?
0: Yes. I'm going to say it was better than I expected. I was nervous at first, but then I battled through it. So, yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I know you're a little nervous, uh, especially doing something you've never done before, like loading up on a big old, well, I guess, metal tube that um, <laughs> flies the, in the sky. The
0: technical term, I'm pretty sure, is oh. jetway.
1: Oh, well, you went down the jetway, and then you got, I was talking about the big metal tube of the airplane itself.
0: Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's called jetway. Oh. Because you go on the jet.
1: Oh, plane. I see what you're saying. Okay, buddy. Anyway, good stuff. So, you were a little nervous getting started, but we got yes. uh, on the airplane, and uh, tell us about it. Just tell us your feelings, how you felt getting on the airplane, all the people, and uh Sure. I mean, I'm sure most of our listeners have been on a plane before, but maybe some have it. And by you talking to them, you can create that experience of their first time on an airplane. So what was it like?
0: So at first, um, I didn't, well, uh, brain freeze. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so at first, it was kind of feeling like when we were first going up, it felt like we were actually going down, like just falling. For a few seconds, but we were going up, and then it kept flailing like that until we got up as high as we would and um, stayed like that for a little bit. And
1: so far, well, let me just ask the big question Did you like it? Yes. You really did? <laughs> yeah. You like the blame? Okay. And, folks, I'll tell you, uh, I've flown quite a bit here, but I remember my first trip on a plane. It was, um, it was a little scary as well. You just don't know what's going on. And those, if you can kind of think back to your first experience on an aircraft and airplane and flying and you know the uh uh, right right, if you fly a lot you know you just kind of take it for granted all the things the flight attendants talk about you know the seat belt thing and the mass dropping down thing and you know where the exits are and the bathrooms and all those things if you fly a lot you just take that for granted but if you don't or if you can reflect on the very first time you flew think about that all that's like whoa and of course the first time you've done anything And flying, you know, that's stepping outside your comfort zone because you're doing something that really you have no control over. Stepping on the plane, you're trusting your life and your family's life and, you know, the the trip to your destination in the hands of somebody else. So that's stepping outside that comfort zone. And, of course, the more you do anything, the easier it gets. And I'm not saying flying ever gets easy, but you just get more accustomed to it and used to it. And that's going to be a big part of the show today about stepping outside that comfort zone, drawing that line in the sand. And that first step is always the most difficult step. I mean, it truly is at anything new. And for Emmett, who, you know, I'll be honest, he got a little bit of anxiety. You know, you get that a little bit from yeah. Dad, who has the same thing. But you are able to, what did you say, battle through, right?
0: Battle through, overcome, succeed as. Oh,
1: well, say it again. Slow down
0: battle through overcome succeed
1: did you hear that folks battle through overcome succeed and that's what one of our uh our t-shirts Yes, i'm not wearing that shirt today i was looking down maybe i'm wearing that shirt today um but yeah that's one of our uh uh, studio t-shirts that says that and that's true we have to make those choices to do that and plant those seeds and then of course we grow from those experiences so emma what on the plane we'll stick with the plane for just a second and because that's like i mentioned a big part of the show is battle overcome succeed oh Battling through those fears, those anxieties, overcoming, mm. and then succeeding and being good with it. Yes. So, um, what was? Oh, uh, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. When we were descending down into Denver, it was a pretty rough descent. Matter of fact.
0: Yes, actually, um, the person that I was sitting next to told me he's never had a flight to Denver that wasn't like all bumpy and rough. Really. Yes. Wow. So- yeah.
1: Good stuff. All I know is it was one of the bumpier experiences I've ever had. And I've flown quite a bit. So it was, uh, I was searching for, uh, the, the gum so I could chew on that. And then that water bottle and everything else. And then my eyes closed, turning the fan on and everything else. Cause it was a bumpy roller coaster ride. And I could feel my stomach going, in my head and everything else. But, uh, we made it safely and that's all that matters. And we got on the ground. Emmett. I, we looked over to him thinking, oh, my gosh, and my daughter Madeline, but they're they rock stars. They, they didn't have any problem at all. And then Austin was there. My wife, Desi, she nearly got sick, and she's flown um, a handful of times. But long story short, we made it there safely. And then Emmett. Yes. Um So was it the airplane ride good for you?
0: Yes. It was actually pretty fun.
1: <laughs> you liked it. All right, buddy. Yes. So we're going to fast forward here. Um, we went yes. from there to a resort, and- uh, Keystone, Colorado. Keystone. And we took the Google Maps trip and it took us through the mountains, right?
0: Yes, it actually did. Uh,
1: How was that trip?
0: Well, I'm gonna say the road on the mountain, I did not like, it was kinda zigzag while you're still going like straight down on the mountain. Well
1: up and then back down, right?
0: Yeah, it was an uncomfortable road.
1: Yeah, folks, and I kind of had the old death grip on the steering wheel there. It was snowing the higher we got in the mountains, and we're over 12,000-foot uh, elevation, and it was literally oh, nice. just circling the mountain, almost something like you'd see in a, 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 a little movie or a cartoon, you know, where they're going up and up and up and up, and the road got narrower, seemed like narrower and narrower, and uh, it was snowing, and of course, I had a couple of knuckleheads behind me, which the speed limit was 30 miles an hour. and uh,
0: Actually, I Sure it was like fifteen or
1: thirteen. Oh, I don't think it was that many cars behind us. There were quite okay. a few, but then there were some in front of us too. So anyway, long story short, I'm trying to paint a picture for you folks. It was a little gut wrenching going up, and uh, anyway, we made it. We got to our resort, which was fantastic, and then the resort, Emmett, we had uh, an outdoor hot tub. And an indoor-outdoor pool that you could swim under.
0: Yes, uh, under the wall. And the cool part about it was um, because we were basically, like, the only one there because it was, like, kind of the worst time to go to Colorado because basically all the ski resorts were closed. And none of, like, the whitewater rafting or anything was open. So we kind of had the place to ourselves.
1: It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, wasn't it? And what Emmett's referring to there is uh, apparently, well, we we planned this, and that's kind of about today is the day to make that step. The day to take that step to change your lives, I knew about this conference, and I was asked to speak at this conference, the Promac Professional Martial Arts Community uh, Conference here. It was fantastic. So I was really excited. So we were definitely planning on going, and uh, my wife and I had talked about possibly doing a little family vacation, going out a few days early. So, just like anybody else, I'm a human too. And folks, you're listening out there. Sometimes I have a tendency to hem haul around. You know, we were like, oh, "I'll do it tomorrow. I'll get it the next day." Well, the truth be told, January first, New Year's Day, we were talking about this trip, talking about really taking action. You know, drawing that line in the sand and say, "We're doing this thing." Wife says, "You know what? We're doing it." Just book the darn flights, get the hotel set up. I'll take care of, uh, you know, get the hotel for the Uh, Promac event set up. And
0: then she'll take care of the condo.
1: That's right, buddy. She'll take care of the condo. So we just did it. You know, we said, you know what? I'm, I'm doing this thing. Battling through that urge to just wait and delay it, overcoming those fears of whatever, and then succeeding. Well, long story short, that was January first, and now here it is May, and now the conference is over. Yes. But time comes and goes. We all know that. Uh, but without taking that actionable step and just setting it up, we got it done. And I tell you what, it was a relief. And the, the truth be told, folks, it gave us something to look forward to. You know, instead of the, some, sometimes you get caught up in the day in and day out grind. It gave us something to look forward to. We couldn't wait to put that on the calendar. We couldn't wait till we posted the May calendar, or I'm sorry, the April calendar, which carried over to May that we're going to that thing. So it really gave some excitement. Actually, it drove our productivity up as well because we had to get stuff done. <laughs> and uh, we were gone for—I uh, think it's the first time we've ever been gone for a week uh, with the whole family. Yes. I mean, oh, that's sad. But well, that's-
0: actually, I'm pretty sure that we once went on a cruise for longer than a week. Wasn't
1: that? Um, it was right about a week. It was a four or five day cruise. Oh. Yeah, but it, it was. Um,
0: not as long as
1: this one. Well, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> good job, though. Good good job remembering that. That was some time ago. So anyway, today is the day. I keep saying that because it is. I want you to take that. I want you to draw that line in the sand and say, today I'm committed to doing what I need to do. I'm going to battle through, overcome, succeed on those fears. Just do it, small little steps. Now, that doesn't mean you have to go, you know, big grandio on whatever that is, but small little steps. If Say you're a job that you absolutely hate. You're being disrespected. Your boss is just, you know, not being a very pleasant person, maybe being a jerk. I don't know. Maybe your coworkers, you can't get along with them and you're miserable and it's affecting your whole life. Say, you know what? Today's the day. I am making a change. And here's something, any type of change is tough. We get that. I get that. And I don't live in the sunshine and rainbow world. You know that. I deliver the right hook of reality. But the truth is, you are in control of your life. Now, when I mentioned we put our lives in the hands of the pilot of the plane, yes, but we had to trust in the pilot uh, to to get us to our destination because I don't have a plane to fly and most of us don't have our own plane or helicopter to fly there, but We made the choice to book the airline ticket. We made the choice to take the vacation. We made the choice to not say, oh, I'm too busy. I can't do this. And you can do it, too.
0: Yes, it's like we just did it. Like, doesn't Nike still have that logo? Just do it.
1: Oh, my gosh. Emmett, you are a rock star. Did you hear that, folks? Yes, Nike does. What does Nike say, buddy?
0: Just do it.
1: Just do it. Do we ever talk about that at the Academy?
0: Yes, a lot, actually. It's um, one of our main things actually Kind, of, Well, yeah Well,
1: there's a lot of main things But what you know what? Share with the folks right now Because we're talking about just do it We're talking about set that line in the sand Cross that line and better yourself yes. Make today the first day of the best day of the rest of your life What is so powerful about just do it?
0: Um. So just do it I kind of think of it as like You just like do it You have no fear Like, yeah, you could have fear, but you'd battle through it and overcome, succeed, like I said earlier. Yes, you did. One of the main things. And, um, yeah. That's
1: fantastic, Emmett. And folks, just so you know, my buddy Emmett here, nine years old. Nine years old. And that gets back to something we talk about all the time anyway, is planting the right seeds. You plant the right seeds. Emmett, if we're planting a garden and we want strawberries, what kind of seeds do we have to plant?
0: Strawberry seeds. Yeah. As you say, um, sometimes... If you want strawberries, don't plant onion seeds. If you want onions, don't plant strawberry seeds.
1: What Something you, like what that. What you plant is what you get. That's right, little buddy. And folks, we talk about that a lot, too. Our kids, you know, they're sponges. They are so receptive to the things we do, the things we say. Um, and they're watching. They're listening. You know, we may not think so. And unfortunately, they usually pick up on <laughs> sometimes the things we don't want them to. But with that yes. being said, they also pick up on the good things, too. So let's make sure we're making the right choices, doing the right thing. And I just spoke to a mom last night at the academy, and it was a new, uh, new mom. They'd only been there a couple days, and she was talking about how she's 27 years old and going back to school and how she can't believe, oh, she should have done it early. She should have done this and that. Uh, but she got lo- tied up with life, and her son's five years old and, I'm sorry, six years old. And um, anyway, I just said, look, by you doing this, you doing this, you're making a commitment. You've drawn that line in the stand, so to speak, to make today the best day, first day of the best day of your life. You're working toward that. And who's watching? Her son is watching. And I said, so what you're doing is you're setting the foundation for him. You're showing him that, look, one, you're never too old to do what you were born to do, to make a change, to do a difference. But you're also showing him not to give up, to take that step to better your life. And kids see those. And they may not fully understand that, especially at a young age. But I'm telling you what, you plant those seeds, you continue to nurture and cultivate those seeds. That's what the kids are going to grow up to. You know, obviously, kids are, are born, we're all born a clean, innocent, pure slate. There's nothing there. There's no prejudice. There's no hate. There's nothing there. It's all learned. It's all learned. And then some of us say, well, if it's too late for me, I've learned this my whole life. No, it's not. I told you for 40 years, I didn't have the right seeds planted. I always had the drive and the determination, but that drive and determination was more as, you know, I'm going to show everybody that didn't believe in me, I'm going to prove them wrong. And there's still something to be said about that. Still something to be said about that. But- I've tried to move on now on, instead of trying to prove everybody wrong who didn't believe in me, what can I do now to better enhance the lives of others, to help them? And that's in the direction I want to grow. So that's why the podcast, and thank you, folks. I always, every week, we've got new listeners. And listeners, you continue to share this podcast with others. I'm so very grateful from the bottom of my heart for that. But utilizing that God-given gift that I've been giving, but using it in a better manner. Now, I'm a human. I still got that fight and that passion. Somebody tells me I can't do something I'm like, oh yeah, let me show you. But I <laughs> and that's kind of been the motivator and the drive and the flame, if you will, my whole life. But as I've evolved here, especially in the last four, five, six years, reading more, attending more conferences, surrounding myself with more successful people, I'm developing a little more of a of a uh not only a gratitude mindset, but a I want to leave a mark mindset on if I can educate and train and mentor Emmett and all the, my my other two kids and then all the kids, I call them at the academy and every time I give a speech and presentation, every time I do a podcast, if I can mentor somebody else to say, you know what? Yes, that kick in life guy can do it. I can do it too. And yes, you can. If one person helps another person and helps another person, yeah, think about the chain effect there. Think about the chain reaction there, and that is how we make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live, planting the right seeds, empowering. And I say empowering, not just inspiring, because if you're inspired and motivated, inspiration and motivation wears off. And as Ziegler says, you know what? Bathing wears off too. That's why we recommend it every single day, right? So you need to be inspired and motivated every single day. But sometimes that inspirational flame goes out, but if you're empowered, if you're empowered and that belief in yourself, even when that inspiration, motivation starts to wither a little bit, you've been empowered inside. You will keep that pilot light going. So anyway, kind of got off in a different direction there a little bit. <laughs> kind, Emmett started. Kind of. Yeah, Emmett goes, oh, dad. <laughs> but he, Emmett, you started it. He did start it with the First, he said, battle, overcome, succeed. And then he said, just, just do, do it. it. That's right, buddy. So let's jump back to the, uh, the resort. We're in uh, Keystone, and we're outside snowing in the hot tub. How cool was that?
0: It was pretty cool. And one of the coolest snows we had while we were there, um, if you know what Dippin' Dots are, the snow was literally like Dippin' Dots. like
1: The Dippin' Dots if, ice cream, right?
0: Yes, I've... Yeah, it was weird, but it was actually pretty cool.
1: (laughs) So, share with the folks what you did. uh, Well, actually, all of us did it. I think Emmett's the one that started it, then Madeline and Austin, and I found myself, and even Desi was doing it too. We were uh, doing what?
0: Uh, Opening our mouths and eating the (laughs) dots.
1: We were letting this the dippin' dots that fell out of the sky. We had our mouth open, our tongue out, and uh, we're getting a mouthful of dipping dots. Uh, yes. That's pretty fantastic. We we took several pictures of it. Uh, we we'll had to share pretty some funny. of those to the kicking life page and the, uh, our personal page. It's kind of hard to see the actual uh, dippin' dot uh, things, yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty cool, wasn't it, buddy?
0: Yes, it was very cool. You know, on one of the days there was more snow than any of us have ever seen. Like. And it was springtime. It was weird. There's probably one and a half to f- two feet of snow, which is kind of weird because that was in springtime. Yep. So, yes.
1: Yeah, we woke up, uh, I think it was Thursday morning. And and, uh, and
0: Wednesday, but Thursday had more snow.
1: Yeah, Wednesday was a dip and dot day, wasn't yes. it? Yes. And then, uh, oh, you know what? Before we get to that, what did we do Wednesday? First time we've oh, ever done it.
0: Uh, Wednesday we went skiing, actually. It was a ton of fun, more fun than I expected it actually. So hold
1: on, let's get back now. Absolutely. When we first did it, were you hesitant and a little nervous about skiing?
0: Like and, I am with everything Once I, <laughs> before I ever done it.
1: I like that honesty, folks. Is that honesty or what? We all have fears. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter if we're a nine year old, doesn't matter if we're a 47 year old or a teenager or a 50, 60, 70 year old. We all have, still have fears, but the ability to overcome those fears. Battle through, overcome, and succeed. succeed. So, by battling through, by overcoming and succeeding, did you have a good time skiing?
0: A ton! Like it was extremely fun. So, yes.
1: Yeah, you just kept talking about the whole trip. Was that your favorite part of the whole trip?
0: Yes, actually. Yes.
1: <laughs> so we got a half a day, uh, we had a four-hour ski pass, and uh, we, we started went off. for like
0: three hours and 30 minutes.
1: Yeah, we were like three and a half. It was time. And then the snow really started coming down the dip and it dust, it? was actually it?
0: hail. When we were in the mountains, it was hail, which really hurt since I didn't have goggles.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of.
0: Yes. Well, we were
1: up there a little bit too, weren't we, buddy?
0: Yeah. So tell everybody about the
1: first trip down when you first got on the uh, ski lift. How scared you were of that?
0: Uh, I was pretty scared. I actually said I may go on this just one or two times. And then I ended up being the only person going on it so many times in a row.
1: And the uh, ski uh, instructors there, the ski helpers, they, they knew your name and kept challenging you. And yeah, uh, you went for probably what, by yourself? I mean, we were kind of watching. Every time. Mom was, what, two hours probably? Just ski lift up, down, ski lift yes. up, down, ski lift up, down. <laughs> yes. It was fantastic. It was
0: very fantastic. And then
1: you started challenging yourself instead of just going straight down. You were cutting back and forth, and tell everybody about how to stop. How you did that?
0: Um, so when you're usually stopping on skis, you do what the instructors call a pizza, where you um put your feet both facing like in as like a triangle sort of thing. What they call the pizza. But I play hockey, so I kind of like sprayed the snow. How you would like spray the ice. So like I leaned on my side with only having like the corner of um well not the corner, just one side of the uh kind of the s- edges? Ski on the snow, yes. Awesome. So yes.
1: Awesome. And that's the first time you've ever been on skis, right?
0: Yes, actually. It was
1: yeah. <laughs> you were a little nervous at first, but that gets back to it. You drew that that proverbial line in the sand and say You know what? I'm doing this. I am going to experience this. I'm going to have some fun at it. And are you glad you did it? Yes, very. And so I'm going to ask you this, Emmett. Most things and sometimes other things don't always work out great, but almost 99.9% of the time when mom and dad encourage you, well, I'd have to say 100%. We're going to say parents are always right. Yes, kids listening. Parents are always right. And if they're not, we have to admit we're wrong. But we'll say 99.9% of the time, when we push you and encourage you to do something, it's because we want you to feel the success, feel the achievement of doing it. And by you believing in us, but most importantly, believing in somebody else, believing in somebody else. Who is it?
0: Yourself. Yes. yes. Yourself. That's
1: mind it. blank. <laughs> yeah, mind blank. You're like, uh, yeah. Believing in yourself, mm-hmm. and you battle through, you overcome, you succeed. And would you say that was a success with the skiing?
0: Yes, oh, a big success.
1: Awesome. And then uh, uh, Desi battled through, did a great job. Austin and Madeline and I conquered one of the bigger hills. Madeline got a little uh, lost up in the mountains and got a little scared, but she still battled through, and I was proud of her for that. And then Austin and I, uh, it was a great time. Was it a good day?
0: very good
1: day i thought so too so we left the ski resort and grabbed a bite to eat and then woke up thursday to you know foot and a half two foot of snow and we (laughs) sat out at the hot tub and what did we do out the hot tub built uh Uh, well with the snow coming down i mean it was it was some of the biggest (laughs) snow it was like you said spring folks (laughs) big snow coming down what happened
0: well uh what do you mean by what happened? What
1: would you guys build on the side of the hot tub?
0: Oh, we built, like, miniature snowmans.
1: <laughs> Think about that, folks. In the, it was springtime. snowmen? And, uh, and your mom built a snow woman, a princess, right? Princess. Yeah, and um, here, here it is just snowing like, like we've never seen before in spring, but we're out in the hot tub. It was just a great, great time. And that uh, gets back to the general point of this podcast here. If we wouldn't have said, you know what, we're doing this and set up the, the – vacation vacation thank you emmett (laughs) it wouldn't have happened so i want you to do that too and doesn't mean every time you plan something it's going to always be great but one thing is guaranteed for sure without a plan at all you're never going to experience anything different without a plan at all you're never going to have a chance to make something better you're never going to have a chance to battle overcome succeed now you're probably thinking man i don't want to battle through anything i just want to succeed well It's sort of like you can't have the harvest unless you plant the crop first. Too many times we just want the harvest. Just give me the harvest. You know, show me the money. I just want it. Well, it doesn't work that way. It never has and it never will. You have to put in the time. You have to plant the seed in the ground. You have to set the appointment. You have to sit down and say, I am doing this. Once again, you want a new job. You want something better with your life you've got to be the one to take that actionable step. And you know how I am about martial arts. Obviously, it's something I've done my entire life, but I know the great great benefits of what martial arts does for others. It conquers all. It helps you conquer your fears. It helps you overcome. It helps develop that confidence within yourself. And that's just the internal. And of course, the physical side of it, you're getting in better shape, you're feeling better about yourself, and I guarantee you this, folks, if you feel good inside, you feel good outside your mind's going to start saying, man, this is, this is living life in a better term because you're taking care of yourself. And obviously martial arts helps with all that. So a little plug for the studio, you know, Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts, business of the year a couple years ago, and we just continue to do fantastic things. So if you're not in this area and you can't visit us, you know what, you can definitely subscribe to not only the podcast here, but our, our pages on Facebook, Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts, living your best kick in life. I've got a page now and then also a group Live your best kick in life. And for daily inspiration and motivation, or if you're out there in another state or maybe in another country, this is a worldwide podcast, check out a martial arts academy. I'm telling you, it'll enhance your life in every given way. Now, with that being said, unfortunately, martial arts academies are no different than anything else. You've got some super-duper great ones. You've got some good ones. You've got some okay ones. And then you got some that maybe aren't the best. I always encourage people, trust your gut. Go in there and you know what, well, if you don't know, you don't know, but you know what your gut tells you. If that experience feels right, then do it. If it doesn't, check around. I always encourage people They come in and I say, hey, our goal is to create the best possible experience. We want to make sure you feel comfortable, but also with that being said, we want to let you know up front, these are our core values, honor, integrity, discipline, and respect, meaning kids need to be respectful. The parents need to be respectful. The kids need to be disciplined and doing their very, very best, being honorable in their actions, and have integrity by accepting responsibility, meaning not everybody gets a belt. You get what you what, Emmett? Earn. You get what you earn. Yeah. I am a total, total non-believer.
0: And no. everyone gets a trophy.
1: Oh, Emmett, you're so awesome here, buddy. I didn't even cue you on that one. You are on it. Yeah, because <laughs> that does no good. It sets up false hope. It sets up false expectations. It sets up, you know, the the whole mindset of I'm entitled. So against it, that,
0: it, yeah, it kind of just like makes the kids think that I I can't I cannot put up my best and still get whatever and whatever they want, like a belt or a trophy. As yeah,
1: yeah. what yeah. sort of like? How would you like it, Emmett? We've talked about this before.
0: If If, um, another kid,
1: oh, we got to answer for him. Go ahead, buddy. You've heard it so many times.
0: Yes. If um, I practice, practice, practice for my belt, and put up my best, and then this other kid um, next to me didn't put up their best, just didn't throw out their best like punches or kicks, and still got the same reward as me, that wouldn't feel good because I would feel like it was kind of like, like. what I, my mind uh,
1: Kind of unfair, unjust. Yes,
0: unfair, unjust, yeah.
1: And it wouldn't be very honorable either, would it? Which is breaking no. one of our core values. So we mentioned that. And here's the thing, folks. Uh, I, I, I'm total realist. I realize every child, every adult, every human being on the planet is different. So we never, ever judge on athletic ability or talent. Never. Attitude and what?
0: Effort. Attitude A- and effort.
1: Attitude and effort. Have the attitude... In your mind, I am going to do my best. That attitude shows on your face. That attitude shows in your technique.
0: And have the effort to actually do it.
1: Man, you're good, Emmett. And see, once again, folks, having Emmett on here, he's nine years old, but we've been planting these seeds. And it's it's no different. You say, I mean, your kids are going to pick up on what you talk about. Sort of like this. Think about this. If you're uh, in traffic and, and uh, you're constantly a nervous wreck, and you're yelling at the person next to you, you're flipping this guy off, and you're screaming and cussing and acting like a fool. I say these things because I've done them before. I'm not proud of them, but I'm man enough now to admit that I have done those. Guess what? Your kids are picking up on that stuff. They see those things, and they think that's the way you're supposed to act. And unfortunately, that's why a lot of kids act that way. They've been nurtured. <laughs> the seeds have been planted, nurtured. Cultivated and then harvest, and you're surprised when your kid acts that way? Yeah. So here's the thing at any given time, you can draw that line in the sand and say, Today is the day I'm making a change. But you have to be humble enough to admit that you've got problems. I often talk, part of my speech this past weekend was ego versus humility. And the fact that I never thought I had an ego just goes to show how big my ego actually was. Because <laughs> I was like, Oh, it's not that big. Well, I was surrounding myself with. Now, well, for lack of a better word, egotistical maniacs who never thought they had an ego. They had a, you know, severe, severe superiority complex. You know, I was like, I'm the master. You bow to the master. And uh, man, oh, man, before I know it, I was I never felt right about it. But I was I was deeply involved with that. But that's I wanted to make a change. I wanted to live a better life. I wanted to be a better person. I wanted to leave a better legacy, if you will. I wanted to plant the right seeds. So I drew that line in the sand, and a big part of that was making a change of leaving an organization that I was with for 26 years, almost 26 years. That I mean, was huge. That was almost like a divorce. My whole life was with that, but I left because it wasn't the right thing for my family. It wasn't the right thing for my mission, purpose, values, and that's to make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live, and that's by checking your ego. Emma, do you remember the, what I talked about what ego stands for? Just kinda of something I heard somebody else say, so I've kind of been um, speaking on it. Edging Uh Edging God out. Ego. Oh. Remember that? That was a tough one. That's all right. Kind. Edging so. God out is when the ego. That's kind of an acronym for ego. Meaning your ego is so strong that you don't need God's help. You don't need his support. I got this thing. You know what? I believe in what's a famous Bible quote, one of my absolute favorite excuse me, favorites. Oh, do you remember what it is? Mm. Through, through Christ? Oh, you remember, uh, you know what, I'm going to hold, hold that thought, folks. What's the, say, the saying we say every single day?
0: This day that the Lord has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it.
1: That's about being grateful and counting your blessings. So, through Christ all things are possible, right? Who strengthens me. Yes. Yep, all things are possible through Christ who strengthens me. One of my absolute very, very favorite favorite quotes. Olympians uh, 413. So good stuff. So we kind of got sidetracked a little bit there, folks. But, you know, talking about the ego and humility, you've got to be humble enough to admit that you don't know what you don't know. But you also had to be humble enough to admit if you want to make a change that not that you've done wrong in the past. You know, too many times I've spent so much time reflecting on the past and my mess ups, my goof ups, my failures, uh, my, my my things that I'm ashamed of. You know, I'm a human. I've done those things. But I can't. Live the next chapter. I can't create the next chapter of my life. I can't move forward if I keep rereading the past chapter. That's in the past. Learn from it. Don't repeat it. Move on. Make things better. Use those experiences that you've had, use those setbacks that you've had, use those failures that you've had to help somebody else. If you see somebody else heading down that path, that's why I love so much of what I do now is because I'm open enough to say, hey, I screwed up in the past. I made some mistakes. I did some things that I'm ashamed of. But that's just being a human. That's just learning. And if you learn from it and don't repeat it, you're going to be a much better person. But then to help somebody else, to save them from those pitfalls, oh my gosh, that's one hand helping another hand. But it all starts with making that commitment that I, today is the day that my life changes. Today is the day. And with that being said, I'm going to tie into a book that uh, I've listened to the audiobook, I've read it, I've listened to it again, and I'm reading the book again, and that's how powerful this book is. Uh, and I've had a couple guests in the past. Kiyoshi Kovar spoke about it. Brandon Beliso spoke about it. I even believe Master Chip Townsend spoke about it briefly. It's The Four Agreements, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements. Check it out, folks. And the very, very, very first agreement be impeccable with your word. What that means is if you say you're going to do something, do it. If you say you're going to do it, do it. Sort like Kyoshi Kovar's mastery mindsets. Uh, my word is law is one of the mastery mindsets. If I say I'm going to do it, what am I going to do, Emmett?
0: Well, do it.
1: Yeah, just do it like Nike says, right, just buddy? Just do it, yes. Because what happens, folks, if you're not impeccable with your word, if you tease yourself, if you say you're going to do something and then get in a habit of never following up on what you say you're going to do, what happens is you're, you, anytime you say something, your word is no longer impeccable. It's just like, oh, well, they're just random words out there. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I've made the mistake in the past of making promises that I couldn't fulfill. I promised my kids I would do this. I'd say it, and then something would come up, and what would I have to do? I'd have to apologize. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I, oh, I know I said I'd do this. Man, that is so heartbreaking. Not only is it heartbreaking to the kids, it's heartbreaking to myself that I let them down. But the more I'd get in the habit of doing it, the more the kids would get used to, oh, well, is dad really going to follow through? Same thing with my team. If I say I'm going to be there to teach a class tonight, if I'm going to be there to teach a black belt prep class, and another black belt class or instructor class, and then I don't show up, you know, I can come up with all excuses in the world. But then my word is no longer impeccable. I'm not impeccable with my word. And it starts to break you down, sort of like, oh, well, you know what? It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. What is a big deal. That's your integrity. That's who you are. So make sure, number one, first agreement here, be impeccable with your word. If you don't think you can do it, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't promise it. Now, of course, that kind of you're like, wait a minute, you just told me battle, overcome, succeed. Start off with baby steps or just be totally committed. You say you're going to do it, just, what, Emmett?
0: Do it. Yeah. And also, now that you said just do baby steps, it reminds me of something you say about that. If you're going to eat an elephant, do it one bite at a time. One bite at a time.
1: Emmett, you are absolutely incredible. My Thank gosh. So folks, <laughs> sometimes it's scary when <laughs> they're repeating all the things you're saying. And uh, in the past, <laughs> I would have been really afraid. But uh, since I've kind of made that life transformational change... I'm not fearful what they're going to say because I know that I'm planting the right seeds because I'm not only impeccable, my word, but I'm very cautious now on what comes out of my mouth. And a big part of this book, The Four Agreements, talking about if you're spewing out of your mouth poison, spitting negativity out, well, not only are you infecting others out there, you're infecting yourself because that poison is coming out of you, yeah, but your kids are hearing it, saying it, and thinking it's the right thing to do. So be very, very careful. That's awesome, Emmett. So how do you eat an elephant? Just a recap on what Emmett said.
0: One bite at a time. I
1: know. It sounds kind of gross, right? Man, why would the heck would I want to eat an elephant? But it's an analogy for taking a little small daily disciplines, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you with this one, little buddy. I've only said this a handful of times. We'll see if you can get it. A journey of a thousand miles starts with what? One step. Oh, my gosh. You are a rock star. Give me five. Thank you. <laughs> So, once again, folks, it's awesome, but then it can be also a little scary too, right? But so make sure well, th- those kids are listening and uh, uh, <laughs> they're picking up on what we do. So, anyway, the first agreement is Emmett, uh, <laughs> oh, you're so amazing. I got lost in my <laughs> thought there. Uh, be impeccable with your word, say it and do it. Be impeccable. And what you're doing is sort of like uh, anytime you give up on something, you're strengthening your quit muscles. Anytime you battle through and persevere and overcome and succeed, you're building your perseverance muscles. Because one thing is for sure, folks, life, not maybe, life will kick your
0: but. butt. Yes,
1: it will. It'll knock you down. As Rocky says, and you know, I love my intro there, it'll mm. beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. Me, you, nobody hits as hard as life. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard, t-
0: hard you can get hit and keep moving forward.
1: Man, you're awesome! How much you can take and keep moving forward—that's how
0: winning is done.
1: Emmett, my gosh, folks, wowzers, wowzers, wowzers! You're a rock star. Well, let's Thank let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the second agreement here. Uh, man, oh man! The Second agreement is a uh, Oh. i missed it. There we go. The second agreement: uh, don't take anything personally. Now, this one's tough—you know, real, real tough. Especially if you're wanting to um, make a change at anything and someone tells you, and this is kind of what I grew up with, I grew up with, Richie, you're not good enough. Richie, you're not smart enough. Richie, you're never going to be big enough. Richie, you're never going to be strong enough. Richie, quit dreaming. Richie, get your head out of the clouds. Richie, get back to reality. Richie, you got to realize some people are meant to be successful and other people aren't. Richie, you got to realize some people are meant to be wealthy and rich and some people aren't. Richie, 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 all the Richies they can't do. Now, here's the thing. When I was told these things, a lot of times I was told these things by people that I thought loved me. And I'm like, man, here's the truth. They did love me. They just knew, as Rocky says, the world was a mean, nasty, ugly place. They knew that it wasn't going to be easy. And they also had their seeds that were planted in them. So, unfortunately, as parents, a lot of times we pass those things on unknowingly. We unwillingly... I don't know, pollute or contaminate or crush dreams in an attempt to save our loved ones from being hurt. It's tough. It's tough. I love my parents more than anything, and they truly tried to help me in their own way. I realize now they just were passing on what was passed on to them. but We have a choice now. We can pass those same negative seeds on to our loved ones, our families, or we can say, you know what? I believe in you. You can do this. And my parents did believe in me to a certain degree, they truly did, but they just knew how rough and tough and horrible life could be, and that was the seeds that were planted to them. So don't take anything personally. Now, coming from loved ones, it's tough. Coming from others, it's still tough, but it should be easier. If someone calls you an idiot, someone calls you stupid, someone says you're dumb, you're ugly, you know what, don't take it personally. That's their projection on the world from the inside out. Don't let that affect you. Easier said than done? Absolutely. Emmett, is there anything that is not easier said than done? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean,
0: um, well, yes. and Well, yeah, I'll I mean,
1: s- we hear it all the time, don't we? People say, well, easier said than done. Well, so is everything?
0: Yes. Um, also, oh wait, I forgot what I was going to say. Dang it!
1: Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Well, if you remember, you chime on in. I'm going to keep going with this. Yeah, Be uh don't don't take anything personally because a lot of times I'm guilty of that too. Someone says something and it makes me mad. I want to jump through the computer and just knock them out. But I'm taking it personally. Don't do that. Don't let their opinions matter. Yep.
0: Um, I remember it now. It's um, I've said this a few times before. Not sure if my dad has heard it, but um it's not what other people think, it's what you think that actually matters.
1: And why does that matter, buddy?
0: Because, um...
1: That's a tough question.
0: Yes.
1: Hmm. But you're exactly right. It's not what others think of you that matters, it's what you think of yourself that matters, right? Yes. Because who's the only person on the planet, the only person in the world that you can change? Myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That is the only person, and that's the only person you're, um, that you can make a difference in. In other words, you hear me talk all the time when people blame others. I say, well, if you blame others for not being successful, can you blame somebody when you are successful? Yeah. And people say, well, no, I'm the one that did it. Well, here's the thing. Take 100% accountability of your life, and that's another great book uh, Jack Canfield wrote on the success principles, and that's the number one chapter. Take 100% accountability of your life. So if you want your life to be better... Take accountability. Quit blaming others. Quit blaming the the circumstances. Quit blaming the world. Quit blaming the economy. Quit blaming your boss. Quit blaming your neighbor. Quit blaming your kids. Quit blaming your parents. It's your life. Take 100% accountability for your life. And that's the only way you can truly succeed because you are in control of you. Let's move forward here. The third agreement is don't make assumptions, and that can be a tough one. That can be a real tough one. And, folks, if you've never done this drill about assumptions or assume a-S-S-U-M-E, write the, well, if you're driving your car, don't write it out. Get a mental picture here. Write that word out, A-S-S-U-M-E, and then draw a line after the A-S-S, and then draw another line after the U, and that's what assume is. Anytime you assume, you make an, and I don't want to say it in front of Emmett, but what's A-S-S out of you and me? <laughs> so think about that one, folks. So that's the the thing of assumption. It's right here in the four, four agreements. So don't make assumptions because your assumptions are usually wrong. Get the facts, get the knowledge, do the homework, and don't let somebody else taint your knowledge of something. And an example in the book is um, a student was excited about taking a college course. Super excited. The first day before the college or the course begins. They uh, they run into somebody and they say, "Hey, I'm excited. I'm taking this class here." And they say, "Oh gosh, that guy's a total jerk. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a total pervert." And tainted uh, their perception of the class. That was based on assumptions. So you go in there now with an assumption of what this teacher's like. Now that person that said it, maybe they didn't do very well in the class, so they've you know personal vendetta against the instructor. Maybe they're not happy about it. Who knows? but you go in there with a preconceived opinion now that you work super excited about, now it's not so much so. So every time the instructor says something, you've got this shred of, of doubt. You've got this poison that's telling you, is that really true? Does he really know? Why? Because you allowed, you allowed someone to plan an assumption in your mind. So don't make assumptions and don't let others make assumptions, which kind of follows up on the second agreement, don't take anything personally. And then moving forward, the fourth agreement is, well, it's my favorite because I talk about it all the time. And the fourth agreement is uh, always do your best. What do we talk about, studio? Do we try?
0: No, we do our best. And we'll become our best. And if we don't, we won't. Ah,
1: that's that's yeah. That's kind of the the and life guru, Master Rich Grogan quote that, that just pounded everybody's head. And then I say, you do your best, you become your
0: best. And if you don't, you won't. There
1: you go. He finishes every time. But the the fourth agreement okay. is do your always do your best. Do your best with the other three agreements, but do your best with everything you do in life. And how do I end every podcast, every video blog? You get out there and
0: and do your best. And I promise you, you'll become your best.
1: And it's a promise I'll make every single time. You do your very best, you will become your very best. And if you don't, you won't. But once again, the 100% accountability and responsibility, it falls on your shoulders. But always do your best at anything and everything you do. You're conditioning that mindset. You're conditioning that pattern to do it. Every single time, at every single thing I do, I'm doing my best. And here's a saying for you folks. You've heard me say it before, but I want this to plant a seed in you. How you do anything is how you do everything. So if you get used to taking shortcuts, you get used to taking the easy way out, you get used to trying getting over on somebody, you get used to trying eh, just a little bit of advantage here, you get used to trying to shortchange something, before you know it, you're doing it in every aspect of your life. Because truthfully, how you do anything is how you do everything. Right, Emmett? Yes. So I end every podcast again. I want you to say it. You get out there.
0: And do your best, and I promise you, you'll be your very best.
1: That's it. That is it. That is it. That is it. How you if you get used to battling through, overcoming, succeeding, now that doesn't mean the next challenge which is going to be larger and greater because you overcame this challenge, the next challenge is going to be bigger, but you've got that confidence, that belief in yourself to do it. You've succeeded once, I can succeed again. And that plants that seed. Now that seed's growing into something beautiful. And that beautiful the beautiful thing that's grown into is that internal confidence, that self-esteem that yes, I can do this. That's what's building up. However, on the other side, if you succumb to the challenges, you start giving up on things before you know it gets easier and easier to give up and makes it harder and harder to battle through. Emmett, you got that look? You got something to say there, little buddy, uh, about battling through again? No. No? I'm sorry. You gave me that look. What a, uh, while we're on that, uh, you met some interesting uh, uh,
0: guys, men and
1: women this past weekend, some superstar rock stars. Give us a shout out to some of the, your favorites out there.
0: Well, uh, Master Townsend was one of them. He helped my dad and my brother Austin break a baseball bat with their shin. So, second time for my dad, first time for my brother Austin, and I thank you, um, Master Townsend, for that.
1: How exciting was that? Was that pretty exciting? Very. Yeah.
0: Very.
1: Good. And then, uh, he also, you got a chance to work with Master Townsend and his son, Slade, right?
0: Yes. Was that fun? Yes.
1: And then we also, uh, the last day there, we went to Red Rocks in, in Colorado and went on a hike. That, hike
0: up the mountain, yes. Was it that was challenging? Challenging, yes. Yeah. Were you all Very. nervous at first? Yes, like I am always, like I said earlier.
1: But but here's the thing we're talking about.
0: Bows to overcome, succeed.
1: Here you go. And folks listening out there, I mean, obviously, the challenges of a nine-year-old are a little different than the challenges you're going through, but it still gets back to the basic premise of believe in yourself battle through, overcome, succeed, and the more you do that. So once again, if you're stuck in a job that you do not like, that you hate, if you're stuck in a position in life that you do not like, that you hate, man, make the change. It's not easy. It's never going to be easy. But here's the thing. If you're 30 years old, if you're 40 years old, and you're stuck in a job you hate, don't give me this, oh, I've been here five years, I've been here 10 years, I can't make a change. Well, you've got another 20 to 30 years, 40 years of work that you're going to be working. Do not make the rest of your life the worst of your life. Make the rest of your life the best of your life. Today is the day. Make that change. Small, little, daily disciplines. And as Emmett said, a journey of a 1,000 miles starts with what? One step. And how do you eat an elephant?
0: One bite. Yeah,
1: one bite at a time. One step. By taking that one step, that's going to build up that momentum. You know, there's a little law, uh, uh, Isaac Newton's Law of, uh, of Inertia. What is that? Once an item's in motion, it tends to stay in motion. Once an item's at rest, it tends to stay at rest. Once you get the momentum going by those little baby steps, one step at a time, it's going to take the next step, the next step, the next step. But the first step is always the most difficult, like trying to push a car. Trying to get that baby going is extremely tough. Once you get it going, it's still hard, but it's a heck of a lot easier. Now, if it comes to rest again, then it's hard as heck to get that baby rolling again. So that's the thing about, you know, the podcast here, everything we teach at the Academy, the video blogs that I put out, all about empowering you, lighting that that flame, that spark. Starts with a spark. You know what Bruce Springsteen say, uh, can't start a fire without a spark, right? <laughs> Same thing. You got to have something before you can get, or you got to have something in order to build that something into something bigger. Nothing to nothing to nothing leads to. Nothing. nothing yeah nothing. <laughs> yeah you can't get something out of nothing right you have nothing. to have something in order to get something yes. so that little something's got to start you got to have a spark and that's what this show is all about that's what everything we try and instill at the academy is all about you know our martial arts academy of life changers making our society I keep pounding that making our society not trying not helping not hoping but making it's a commitment to declaration it's an affirmation making our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live by empowering kids and adults to believe in themselves and respect others to live their best kick in life. That's it, folks. Bang! Just like that. So, Emmett, fantastic show, buddy. And, uh, you know, once again, a big shout-out to all our friends and uh, new friends we met this past weekend at the Pro Mac. Folks, if you're, if you're a martial artist... And if you're not a part of the Pro Mac team with Kyoshi Dave Kovar, Kovar Satori, uh, Satori Alliance, check that thing out. Oh my gosh, it has been life changing, transformational change for me. And my whole life's changed in so many ways since I met, first met Kyoshi Kovar. Check that out. There's a lot of different uh, um, martial arts groups out there that you can be a part of. I personally highly recommend because everything it's done for me personally, the Pro Mac and the Kovar team. They're wonderful. They're so humble, so down to earth. And then you get a chance to meet others uh, like Master Chip Townsend, Master Troy Dorsey, Master Chris Rappold, which, by the way, Master Chris Rappold will be on a future podcast along with uh, Master Troy Dorsey, so that'll be exciting as well. Yep, Emmett?
0: Um, now that he said M- Mr. Dorsey, um, oh, great. I forgot what I was going to say again. Holy cow. Um,
1: he went out to dinner with us a couple times, didn't
0: he? Yes. He's actually a three-time world champion I'm pretty sure in boxing and kickboxing so
1: and pretty cool. open uh open uh full contact karate. As Troy but, Dorsey's mm-hmm. the only gentleman and um uh, I guess hum-
0: Didn't you say he was like the most humble person in the world
1: or I, something? Well, I mean I, something it, like
0: that.
1: One of the most humble people I've ever met. One but he's the, the only person in the world to hold three different belts and three different um uh, I don't say styles, but he a, had a world championship belt in boxing, kick kickboxing, boxing, and in uh, open tournament uh, full contact karate. He's the only gentleman, the only person in, in the world to ever have that. And he fought at Caesar's Palace, at Trump Towers, and Las Vegas, and everywhere else. And that was back in the 80s, but uh, an amazing human being, so very humble, always giving thanks to the Lord Jesus Christ for everything he's accomplished. Matter of fact, he we went out to dinner with us, and um, <laughs> we prayed at uh, dinner at a restaurant. I can't remember the last time we did that. It, it, it was just an, It was insightful. It was excellent. And just being around those supportive, positive, humble people, lifts you to a higher level. And I've often talked about the world is always going to be pushing down on you because the world's trying to kick your butt because that's just what it does. If you're around negative people that are pulling you down, now you got two forces working together against you. However, you surround yourself with wonderful, motivated, inspirational, humble people, they're going to push you up. So now you're competing with the pressures of the world pushing down. So now you got that force going back up and belief in yourself, you can overcome and succeed. Or as Emmett's been saying the whole podcast,
0: Battle over, um, battle overcome, succeed.
1: Yeah, but you're amazing. Good. Did you want to give a shout out to anybody else special you met this weekend? Uh,
0: well, how about Kiyoshi
1: I heard he, you and him got in oh, a big sure. old thumb war.
0: <laughs> yes, he well, he came up to me and asked me if he knew how to if I knew how to thumb war, and yes, <laughs> so.
1: Who won that battle, by the way?
0: It was two out of three, and I... uh, Did you
1: whoop him? Yeah. Yeah, you could say it. All right, Kyoshi Kovar, the battle's on. Emmett said he's got your thumb, or got your number. (laughs) Uh, We're getting goofy. But no, folks, I'm telling you, it's just uh, the humility is is unbelievable, and uh, you are, as Jim Rome says, you are a product of the four to five people you surround yourself with the most. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You are who you surround yourself with. And I often say this this is a big part of my speech, too. If you want to soar with the eagles, you can't be gobbling with the turkeys. That's all there is to it. If you're gobbling with the turkeys, if you're whining, complaining, talking about how bad everything is, and, oh, my life sucks. Oh, my gosh, the economy's so bad. Oh, my gosh, this is so terrible. Oh, my gosh, you're gobbling with the turkeys. Gobble, 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 gobble. And that's all you're ever going to get is gobble, gobble, gobble. Soar with the eagles. And I promise you'll become an eagle. Battle, overcome, succeed, as Emmett talked about. Draw that line in the sand. Believe in yourself and get out and do it. You can do it. You can do it. Just do it, right, Emmett? Yes. Awesome. 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 And all right, Emmett. Well, good stuff, buddy. Jimmy, closing remarks. It's a good show, right?
0: Yes, very.
1: Did you enjoy being on it again, bud?
0: I, as I do every time.
1: I'm so proud of you, buddy. For having the confidence to be on here. You know, this is kind of a scary thing. I've had all kinds of okay. guests on. And a lot of people are scared to get uh, behind the microphone here and put on the headphones and, you know, pretty much announce your message to the world because it's a uh, it's a worldwide podcast. All you have to do is, if you have uh, uh, an iPhone, go on iTunes. Or, if you have a well, uh, Android, any- go to Android.
0: Any Android or anything has it. So,
1: oh, yes. See, it knows more about technology than I do. So, well, good. I'm not
0: sure if everything, like, I'm not sure if iPods do, but iPads do, <laughs> as in mine does.
1: <laughs> iPods do as well. So, folks, you can get the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever you get your podcast from, or you can listen to it right on your computer at line at Kicking life podcast, or just go to www.kickin' and that's K-I-C-K-N-L-I-F-E podcast.com. There's no I in there. It's K-I-C-K apostrophe N. I I guess online. It's just N, uh, life.com. And like I said, check out my Facebook pages every single day. starts with a motivational at least two. Sometimes I go crazy and get three, four, and five of them on there throughout the day, but at least two just to kind of kickstart your day. And that's live your best kick in life. There's a group. You have to be, uh, you can ask to be, uh, I guess, invited to the group. And uh, as long as you're a good person, I'll get you in the group. However,. If you're somebody out there that's all about negativity, I'm telling you this right off the bat, I will kick your butt out. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Love, block, and delete. And I share that message with you in case you've got some people in your life that keep posting negative content on your page or somebody that's making you feel bad. I got that from Professor Brandon Beliso. Love, block, and delete. God says we're supposed to love everybody, and we are. But here's the thing. God also says you need to love yourself and block and delete those that are trying to pollute you with negativity and poison. So love, block, and delete. Special shout out to uh, uh, Don Michael. Michael can't talk here. Don Miguel Ruiz on the Four Agreements. Check that book out. And as I said before, make sure you check out uh, Promac if you're in the martial arts community, and the Covar uh, systems. Fantastic. And most importantly, folks, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so very, very much for taking time out of your day to listen to Emmett and I. We're blessed. We are so grateful. But here's the thing. I want you to take action in your life. I want you to draw that line in the sand and battle overcome and succeed. That's the biggest way you can say thank you for what we're doing because you're actually helping yourself and by helping yourself feel better to live a better life you're gonna be you're gonna be so fired up to pass that on to pay it forward to help somebody else live their best kick in life as well. All right, Emmett, any last wrap up thoughts?
0: Not really no mm. I mean, I usually say no, and then I think of something at the last second, which is... Yeah.
1: Which is, I think most people do. Hey, you know what? I almost forgot. What are we doing tomorrow night?
0: Oh, we are going to see a Kiss Tribute Band Strutter.
1: Yes, we are. Is that going to be good? Very fun. Yeah, I think Very. so, too. I'm looking forward to that. So uh, that'll be a great night. Me, uh, me and the boys, me and Emmett and Austin are going to go see Strutter, Kiss Tribute Band at the Wildy Theater here in Edwardsville, and it's going to rock, isn't it, buddy?
0: <laughs> literally <laughs>
1: yeah good one literally. all right folks well as always thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day i'm so very grateful we know time is the most sacred commodity on the planet and the fact that you spent time with Emma and i means the world to us please do this if you like what you heard here give us a little five-star review give us a shout out that's how we'll continue to build our tribe and continue to make our world society a happier healthier and safer place to live and please share this with somebody who you know could benefit from this message and that's what we're going to do all collectively working together first and foremost believe in your self and give them one last shout out about battle
0: uh through overcome succeed
1: Man, you're awesome Emmett. all right everybody until we talk again yeah.
0: you get out there and do your best and i promise you you'll be your very best
1: That was so awesome thank you Emmett. god bless you god bless your loved ones i can't wait to talk to you again real soon have a great day everybody bye-bye
0: have a good day bye